Welcome to Resellology Podcast. My name is Melissa Vandridge, and I am a full-time reseller. This podcast is mainly about my business and about what I'm doing with my business. It's mainly to document my journey and to be able to A, reflect on where I've been and how far I've come, but also to try to help people along the way. When you hear the word failure, what is your first thought? So it would depend on what decade you asked me that question. In my 20s, I would have done anything I could not to fail at something. I looked at failure as something that was shameful, something I should avoid at all costs. I was wrong. And in my 30s, I learned to fail a little bit differently. Um, I learned that failing was okay, although I wasn't completely comfortable with it, until my until my late 30s. And then, of course, now I'm into my, oh, I don't want to say mid-40s. I'm 44, so I don't know. I, I'm going to count that as early 40s. <laughs> Somebody else is probably counting that as mid. That's okay. But I'm going to count that as early. Anyway, now that I'm in my early 40s, I accept failure. Although, even that, even though I accept it and I'm okay with it, and when I fail, I try to objectively look at it, I can still lose sight, right? I can still get into that same funk that I think we all find ourselves in when we're, when we're failing at anything. I'd say eBay is one thing I have failed at over and over again, and I think I just need to try and keep trying and keep trying new things, right? So that's what I'm doing now. That's what I've been doing since the beginning of the year, trying new things. Well, actually, I think before that with eBay, because I restarted eBay, like I gave up on it for a while, and then I went back to it, because there's so many people out there that make it work for them. I mean, there's quite a bit more that don't, but I think it's because they refuse to keep failing, if you catch my drift, right? Because if you keep trying and it's not working, you're going to fail again, right? But that's okay. To be more successful, you need to fail faster, right? To be successful faster, you need to fail faster, right? That kind of was brought home for me, I think it was a couple weeks ago, I was listening to Denali's, she's El Ducho. Her podcast is called Flip the Script. And I think she was interviewing Cindy, um, who is uh, Amazing Taste. It's her eBay store. Uh, I think she's also that on Instagram as well. She's, they're both great women. They were talking about failing and that you, you end up failing a lot in this business. And, you know, I think I had lost sight of that myself. And I started thinking, well, she's right. You know, I, I failed at something and then I kind of gave up. And then I, and I tried it again, but I don't know if I tried it again with my full, you know, full intention. Well, now I am. So I'm trying new things. And then the other day, I think it was Monday, which was the beginning of the week, not really the other day, I was watching uh, Rally Roots Live and they were talking, uh, they were in their new space and it looks so cool. And they're showing their placard for getting over 100,000 uh, YouTube su- subscribers. That was really exciting. But also at some point they were talking about a t-shirt thing they had done, right? So I didn't know that they even did this until somebody else brought it up like they had done it and it worked for them to bring up their 
uh, bring up their, uh, oh, they were below standard and now they wanted to get above standard and in their store. Like, you know, you get top rated and top rated plus. They are different. I'm top rated. I'm not top rated plus. I do not do, I don't do returns, but I certainly don't do free returns. Maybe one day in the future, but right now I don't do those. Um, but basically what it was is they got these t-shirts for a dollar and they put them up on auction for $10 with free shipping, which is first class. So anywhere in the United States, the contiguous, I think I'm saying that right, (laughs) United States, I don't even know, maybe even to Puerto Rico and Hawaii and Alaska. I'm not sure if it's more for those places, but anyway, anywhere first class, it's going to be around the same amount of money, you know, depending on the ounces, as long as it's under, and t-shirts are generally under a pound. So I was like, I'm going to try this. So I am now listing any t-shirt I have on Poshmark, no, sorry, not Poshmark, eBay, on auction, because, you know, I do have the premium store, and I have not been really using the auction side of it. And I know auctions can bring more interest to your store in general, it can kind of boost you a little bit, but I hadn't been using that. So I get my t-shirts for a dollar or less. So maybe this is a good way to do that. And maybe that will help my store get more energy. Plus, you know, you have to also be consistent in listing, I think, normal items as well, not just auction items. Um, Because if I I have 500 auctions free insertions every month. So that's 100. If I run seven-day auctions, that's 125 a week, which is a lot, right? And some, some will sell and some won't. Um, I'm even trying this on some, like I have a pair of jeans I got that were size three and they're so tiny. They were Levi's, United States. They were made in the United States. They are orange tab. The comps weren't that good on them. They went from anywhere from like 25 to $50. I mean, they weren't, they're not blowing my socks off in, in terms of comps. So I decided to run that as an auction and I already have one bit that's the only one that has a bit on it but I only have 15 auctions right now but as I go during the week I'm gonna have more auctions and hopefully I can get up to 125 and then kind of keep it at that every week and we'll see how that goes so hopefully I mean my eBay's been doing pretty good I'm adding more items every day uh, because I know consistency is key for anything you do when it comes to reselling I mean, I, ex- except for like maybe thread up, you know, I, yeah, being consistent, well, you'll have consistent inventory because, uh, you will, I mean, you, you'll end up either reclaiming or they'll own your inventory eventually, you know, cause you only get it for 30, I'm sorry, for 60 or 90 days. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what I'm kind of doing with eBay. Of course, I'm also posting the Poshmark, but for my auctions, I'm only posting them to eBay. I don't want something that is an auction in eBay that is anywhere else, because if it gets sold and I don't realize and it gets a bid on it, that's a ding against you. So you probably don't want to do that. Don't cross list your auctions. Those I want, I will keep as separate. Um, but that's pretty much what I'm doing. I'm trying to post more to Makari and to Relove. I've only sold one item on Relove and Makari about five items now. I haven't cross-listed 100% of my items. And so, I mean, that could probably 
I mean, I, I haven't really been consistent on those either. So I need to start keeping more consistent on those two platforms as well. I'm trying to add more to Grailed. I have not made a, a sale in Grailed yet, but I'm adding the guy stuff if it's not an auction. A lot of it has been t-shirts recently, so it's just going right to auctions. Measurements. To take them or not to take them? That really is the question. What do you do currently do? Do you take measurements on everything or do you take measurements on some things? Now for vintage, I think I will still continue to take measurements, but if it's not vintage, I'm gonna stop for a month. I'm, I'm gonna see what this looks like. So I'm going to create a spreadsheet for myself. I love spreadsheets, I'm one of those people. And I'm going to write down every time I get a request for measurements. I'm going to write down the brand, the platform, because that might matter, um, and what the measurements were. Like, what, what did they ask for? Was it chest, waist, rise, what, you know, what the item was to? And then maybe I'll add a few more things, but that's what I'm going to start off with, that kind of information. And I'm going to see exactly how many, because or exactly how many people are asking because you don't want to create a process and I'm, I've always preached this you don't want to create a process for the 20% you want to create a process for the 80% what's happening most of the time right so if most of the time people don't give a crap about measurements then why are we giving them all the time that takes a lot of time out of our thing now for me my measurements is where I put the number of bag that I'm putting them into because I inventory the moment I take the picture. This is what I used to do. I take my pictures, I take my measurements, and I inventory right away. And then I take those bags I inventory into, I take them downstairs, and I put them in their spot in the basement on a shelf where bag 138 goes, if you catch my drift. And then if I don't do measurements, then how am I going to tell which bag it's in, right? So I've recently started using Lightroom more and Lightroom is, you, you could use it regardless if you have Creative Cloud from Adobe. You don't need to have their subscription to use Lightroom, it's a free app. So download that, at least it is for iPhone. So I downloaded that and you can put a thing called a watermark. So in my watermark, I'm putting, um, you have to go to like settings and let me see, let me get there. Okay, settings, then watermarking. And mine right now, it's just, it's a C, like copyright, Vandy's Closet. Because the moment you take a picture, you have automatic copyright rights to that picture. Anyway, yeah, it's your intellectual pro property. So you can either make it white or black, depending on your background. People use a white background or a really light back background might want to use black. I tend to, I've been using my, some people call it busy, but my leaf pattern background. And it, I really like it because I don't have to adjust color that much. And it's just much easier for me. And I can take my pictures faster. Now, if it's a really busy pattern, I probably need to do it in front of white. But anyway, so I'm using that. But what I can do is I can do the Andy's Closet and then a couple spaces and put like B128. So it's on the picture itself. like. I, I can tell what inventory number is, B128. You know, I'm already watermarking my picture, so I might as well put the bag number right there. So that's how I can use it if I don't um, take measurements anymore. So things that are vintage, like I said, I'm going to keep taking measurements of because that can be smaller. So vintage is what I'm going to 
use Etsy's rules for vintage 20 years or older so if it's 20 years or older then I'm gonna probably um, do the measurements maybe not maybe people know what they wear in the vintage stuff I don't know it, I think it depends on what the item is honestly but I'm gonna stop for a whole month I'm gonna catalog how many people ask me and like I said what platform or whatnot and I think it'd be interesting to to see that um, like did five people ask me for measurements because if I post 300 items I'm taking 300 measurements but if only five people wanted measurements that's 98% defect that's not good so that will be interesting for sure I'll report back on that each week thousands of Americans are opening aspiration accounts I opened one earlier this year this is why I opened one because a they're not supporting the fossil fuel industry. They don't support pipelines. They don't support oil drilling. Also, they gave me cashback rewards for using my debit card. And I get five free ETM withdrawals each month. And I can earn up to 1% APY interest. That's big. On my checking account. What? Yeah, exactly. I also like that I don't pay any fees. What other banks giving you that choice? none none that I can think of use the link in the show notes that is my affiliate link you get something and I get something to win-win so sign up so here's how my thread up's been going so majority of the boxes have been processed now for like the first part of January they were not processed most of them are processed I have like 10 more that are not processed and I have five or six that are in transit I've been really I've not been packing that many boxes this month and I think that's okay. This is going to be, um, it's not a short month. Next month is going to be a short month. But I think it's okay if I don't, like, do 30 a month. Like, I wanted to, but I don't know if I can yet, right? I don't really, I'm not that organized downstairs. And so I'm, and that's my struggle, is I'm trying to organize downstairs better so I could obtain that easier. I did it in December, but it was kind of a hectic mess and I have a lot of stuff downstairs that I still need to go through that I kind of ignored so I need to not do that I need to fix downstairs and make sure I can get that more manageable and then it'll be easier to kind of get this going um, I didn't actually take anything to Plato's closet yet so I think I'm gonna do that this weekend I'll report back next week but sorry um, but it's going pretty good. Um, I'm being paid out on some items, which is great. I didn't do a what sold video this week. I, I apologize if someone was looking for it. Um, but next week I will do for this week. I just, my week got away from me and Wednesday just was too hectic for me. And then I was like, okay, I'll do it Thursday. And that didn't happen. And here we are Friday. And I'm like, you know, it's already, it's already Friday. I'm going to make sure I just get the podcast out because I think more people... I think more people listen to my podcast and watch my YouTube videos. So I want to cater. And that I do actually get money for if someone that's monetized already, whereas my YouTube is not. So <laughs> I have more of an incentive to do my, my podcast. And it's easier. It's There's less involved. Like I just have to talk about some things, right? And I always pretty much do it like off the cuff. And I pretty much don't script myself, as you probably can already tell because there's mistakes in here um but I I do edit it a little bit but I don't um I try to make it as relevant to my week as possible right I don't want to talk about old things or talk about things that just aren't that relevant to 
some people. Well, maybe they wouldn't be relevant to some people. Whatever. It's relevant to me and what I'm doing. And that's really the whole purpose of my podcast. That's why I don't do interviews. It's not that I, well, I'm a little scared of doing interviews, but it's just, and that's my own personal thing, but it's just not what I want to do right now. I mean, maybe in the future, someone has offered me, hey, I'm, I'd be happy to be interviewed. I'm like, that's great. And I would love to interview you if that's the way I'm going to go. And I have a hard time telling no to people. So <laughs> I mean, one day that'd be great, but that's just not what I do right now. Gotta stay true to myself and true to what I want to do with this podcast because that's pretty much what I want. I want to talk about my business and what I'm doing, what I'm failing at because I want to be transparent and what I'm doing well at. And well, ThreadUp is doing well. Poshmark is starting to bounce back a little bit. I know I'm talking supposed to be talk, talking about just ThreadUp in this segment, but that's okay. Poshmark is bouncing back a little bit, um, and so is eBay. So. But I'm, I'm hoping that eventually ThreadUp will just win. That's that's my goal. I want ThreadUp to win. And I think it can. But I'm going to start picking better things that I've sent them. I think I'm going to abandon some things that just didn't either A, sell or were sent in a few times. I remember, um, I think it was, it was Denali asked me when we were at the bins at the same time, she asked me, how many times am I sending things back to thread up if they didn't accept it? And that's a really good question. I didn't really have a good answer for her at the time. Um, but since then, I've kind of thought about it. And, you know, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up, because I, I have it on my spreadsheet. Well, I don't, I haven't always done this, but now I have it on my spreadsheet. If it gets rejected, I'm marking as rejected. And so I'm going to sort through that every once in a while and say, how many times have I sent this specific item? Has it been five times? Has it been six times? Now, the thing is, I think it depends on the worth, right? Because uh, Chris Shell, who is Krangle on Instagram, she's the one I took the course to for. And if you want to take her course, it's totally worth the money. And I have a um, affiliate link, and I'll put that in the show notes. But uh, it, it it's a little outdated because I think she's working on a new one. I don't know if she's released the new one yet. But if you buy the old one, you get the newer one for free, so you don't have to rebuy it. That I like that about her because you know there's a lot of people out there that will make a course, and if they update that course, you have to buy the update, which kind of sucks. She doesn't do that. Well, at least she didn't. So, um, as far as I know, that's still going to be the way it was. When she updates it, then you're going to get the update for free, which is great, and I totally support that. Where was I going? Oh, anyway, she has had things, but she sends in more expensive items than I do. So she only does Lux. She doesn't do any regular bags. And I think she only sends in pretty expensive items. Like I'm I'm thinking, I don't think she ever said this, but I'm I got the sense that her items are go for anywhere from two to a couple thousand dollars, right? Maybe more. But so if I had a designer item, I would allow way more time. So she had a designer item that didn't get accepted for like seven times, but there was nothing wrong with it. Just the person wouldn't accept it. And finally, she got a processor that would accept it. Uh, if it's a lower end item, probably only a couple times, maybe three, four times. You know, if it's not high end, if it's a mid range, maybe four to six times. But if it's high end and it's designer and it's worth a lot, 
I think I would probably go as many as 10 to 12 times, depending. Now, and that's different, like just getting it accepted in the first place. Now, when we talk about how many times would I recall an item and send it back, that's probably going to be around the same because when I recall items, it used to be 25 items. So 25 items for $6.58. Now it's 35 items for $6.58. So they didn't raise how much the shipping costs. They just raised how many you can do at once, which is great. So when you when you put that in there, so 6.58 divided by 35, that's 18 cents, almost 19 cents per item. I'm okay with that. So let's say it's 20 cents. So five times would be a dollar. I'm I probably would do it as probably as many as 10 times recalling it and sending it back depending on how much it was caught it, it was worth I mean because I get most of my items for less than a dollar so I would just kind of keep regurgitating that same inventory um, maybe maybe 12 times because that'd be a full year right well not maybe a full year but maybe 12 times <laughs> depends because you know things can lapse over a month some of my Lux bags have taken 35 days which they shouldn't because they were behind but it looks like they're catching up pretty fast because I have like three or four bags right now that are processing out of the 10 that they have so hopefully they process the rest of that and that'll be great and I'm hoping because I think sales have starting to pick up a little bit so I'm able to start posting on Instagram you know some of my bigger sales I don't list them all I'm not listing all the small ones because I have I have ones that are like nine dollars eight dollars ten dollars I'm not really listing those on Instagram because they're not that impressive honestly maybe you've had a lot of them in one day I might post all of them but I'm really trying to just keep the bigger ones like thirty dollars or higher maybe twenty dollars or higher I don't know because I find if I put something in a bag it cost me a dollar I send it to them I still made 20 bucks off of it that's a great return for getting it from the bins when I all I do is I spray it down with zero odor that I get from Amazon I don't know where else you can get it but I get it from Amazon spray it down I mean if it has too bad of an odor that doesn't work but most of the time it works I put it in a box I send it to them I don't have to do anything with it right I didn't have to photograph it I didn't have to measure it I didn't have to talk to a customer about it I didn't have to negotiate a price for it I didn't have to figure out a price in the beginning because they will give me a price I can work with and then I can go up and down from there. However, I do need to figure out if they're underpricing things. So like recently, there's a Nicole Miller New York dress I sent in and they priced it as if it was Nicole by Nicole Miller, which that's the Kohl's brand for Nicole Miller, not her expensive brand. So I had to like send a message that, hey, no, 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 this dress is not the Kohl's brand. It's the other one. It's the higher end one. And so they're like, okay, we'll, we'll get back to our pricing team and they will fix this in the next couple of days. Well, when they say the next couple of days, they see they're fixed in the next couple of hours or it's the next couple of days. So you have to catch it. And I, I feel like I feel like there's so many processes on ThreadUp that could be better that aren't. <laughs> and it just it drives me a little mad, but also I'm making money off their platform. So yeah. I guess we just have to work roll with the punches on some people's platforms because it's not gonna work the way we want it to. Poshmark doesn't always work the way I want it to, eBay doesn't work the way I want it to all the time, and of course ThreadUp's not going to either. No platform is gonna be perfect. There's not one out there that's without problems. 
everyone has every platform has its his cons and its pros just how many pros does it have versus its cons i think the cons the pros greatly outweigh the cons for thread app and so i will continue to use them i'm hoping i can get at least 10 out by the end of the month i've been so bad about it next month i tend to do i want to do at least 30 again so we'll see how that works out anyway so thanks for listening and i hope you have a great weekend